Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Good morning, everyone. Isn't God so good? So, so good. Amen. So now I'm going to say, isn't God good? And I want you to respond like you really believe it. Isn't God good? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. He's so, so very good. So I just wanted to share something with all of you this morning, and I know it'll be a blessing to somebody. Um, But... uh, How many of you guys like to go to the dentist? Raise your hand. (laughs) Only one person. Oh, two. Oh, my word. I do not like to go to the dentist. I get nervous. My stomach gets upset every time I have to go. But I'm one of those people I have to go every three months for my cleaning. I'm not like the quarterly people. I have to go every three months. So needless to say, it's never been a wonderful experience for me because when I was younger, um, my, uh, you know, my family, we didn't have much money. So we went to these what I call dog and cat dentist. So every experience was horrible and painful. And so I have very, very bad thoughts about the dentist. So anyway, I get nervous every time I have to go. Well, for a while, the dentist has been telling me that in our x-rays, we see bone loss in your upper right jaw. And so um, he said, you know, we're going to keep an eye on that. But he said, if we continue to see that your bone is disintegrating, basically, you're going to have to go and have a bone graft done. Well, what that means is they take a cadaver and put Uh, bone open up your gum and put bone in there and they he said over time your bone will grow around that cadaver bone that we're going to put in there so I was like oh that doesn't sound good to me at all don't even think about it so I prayed I flossed I used my water pick I did everything I was brushing my gums hoping to that they would, you know, close back up around my teeth. I did everything I could possibly do to try to avoid the bone graft. And I was like, no, when I went back to the dentist and he said, I'm going to send you to the periodontist. I think you definitely need to get this taken care of. So I was like, oh, Lord, no, please, like, perform a miracle. Don't let this happen. So... I went to see this periodontist in Fullerton, a beautiful office, very clean, so of course I liked that. Um, and then he came in to look at me, and they did x-rays, and he looked and he said, and I was like, oh God, please, please just perform a miracle, don't let this happen. And he came in and he said, well, after reviewing your x-rays, he said, you definitely are losing your upper jaw, and he said, we have to put a bone graft in there and it's better do it sooner than later and I was like no so I went out front and they scheduled the surgery for Thursday this past Thursday of this week and um, I was like oh god and I was so nervous so so nervous and 
my best friend Ann works at USC Hospital, and I'll never forget the Thursday night after I knew I had to have surgery. I was driving to church, and she called me, and it was the first she had heard about what was going to happen. And I said, well, I said, Ann, I have to tell you, I said, the doctor said that my upper jaw is disintegrating and I have to have a bone graft put in. And she goes, no, Elaine, no, no, oh, oh, my God, oh, my God, no, no, no. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and she goes, when is that going to happen? And I said, July 15th. And she said, oh, I'm going to start praying for you right now. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Elaine. Oh, my. And so she started freaking me out. She really did. I was already freaked out, but she started freaking me out more because I know she, at the hospital she's seen it all. And so this is what I was going to be going through. And I was like, well, should I not be doing it? And she goes, oh, no, if you don't do it, that bacteria is going to go up into your brain and that's going to be a serious problem. She said, you have to do it. And I was like, oh, Lord. Because I thought, you know what? If my teeth fall out, I don't even care. Like, it doesn't even matter to me. <laughs> but she's like, oh, no, you're going to want to have it taken care of. So I was like, oh, God, please help me. So this past Thursday was my surgery day to have my bone graft done in my jaw. So... Wouldn't you know, Edison, don't you love Southern California Edison? Of all days that they decide that they're going to do a power outage is the day of my surgery. Well, I don't know about you, but when I feel like sick, I get hot. And I'm going to need a fan and I'm going to need the air conditioner. So how is that? Now I'm really starting to sweat and get nervous because I'm having this surgery. I'm not going to have electricity. What am I going to do? And so I don't know if it was Randy or the girls. One of them said, well, just go stay at the girls' house because they're, they're going to have power that day. So I go, oh, yeah, thank you, Jesus. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> so I packed up my little overnight bag. Thursday morning comes. I can't eat. And I, because they're going to put me out, and the doctor did say, we're going to put you under anesthesia, because they literally cut from the back of my jaw up to the front here and opened it up to expose my bone, and then they cleaned it out and put in the bone graft. And I see people with weak stomachs making faces. But anyway, just <laughs> so you know what's happening. So anyway, so then I get my little to-go bag ready. What is a to-go bag? It's a bag that you bring with you when you have surgery because when you go under anesthesia, sometimes you get nauseated. And we had to drive all the way from Fullerton back home. So my to-go bag consisted of garbage bags, paper towels, and toilet paper because I didn't want more anxious feelings than I needed to have. So it's like, no, I'm going to have that right there. And Randy's going to be driving and, okay. you know. So I'm just trying to think of everything. So before I leave to go to surgery, we go to the girls' house, drop off my overnight bag, and I get there. But you know what was so weird about this whole thing is I was nervous, but I had peace. And I had asked different ones to pray for me, and one of those people I asked to pray for me was Brother Stone King. 
And if you guys remember, Brother Stone King is also the man that God performed my miraculous healing on my crushed wrist under his ministry. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to ask Brother Stone King to pray for me and tell him that I'm having the surgery done and that God would just touch me and that I wouldn't have any pain. So anyway, I get to the doctor's office. We're sitting there waiting to go in, and I'm not nervous. I have peace, total peace. But yet, remember, every time I just go to the dentist, I am a nervous wreck. I have peace. So I go in the room, the surgery room, and the nurse brings me up, and she said, I'm going to be your nurse. My name is Claudia, and she said, I'm going to take care of you through your whole procedure. Anything you need, any questions you have, just let me know. And I said, nope, I'm ready to do this. And she said, okay. So she said, I'm going to take your vitals, and then in walks the doctor, all suited up in his surgery gear. And he pats me on the shoulder, and he said, are you ready? And I said, yes, I am. And he said, okay. So she does my vitals. I'm in the chair. And then um, she called for the doctor, and she said, okay, she's ready. So he comes in, and he said, okay, I'm going to put you under now with the anesthesia. And I said, okay. So he comes in, puts the band on my arm, and he goes in with the needle, with the anesthesia, and he can't find a vein. And I go, oh, yeah, I said, I have little veins. It's always been hard to find a vein with me. And then he said, okay. He goes, um, well, let's try here. And he tries a different place on my arm, and he could not get a vein. So he said, you know what? He said, I'm not going to use you as a human pincushion. He said, let's try one more time, he told the nurse, in her right hand. And let's see if we can get a vein over there. So he attempts to put the needle in my right hand, and he cannot find a vein. And I could tell it frustrated him a little bit, but I was like, oh, thank you, Jesus, because God knows all things. And see, when he, did my, when he gave me my consultation, I told him, I don't want to feel nothing. So I don't care what you have to do. And they were charging me an extra $1,000 for the anesthesia because I didn't want to feel nothing. And I'm okay with that because I don't want to feel nothing. That's why I work. So anyway, so he tried the third time. He couldn't get it. So he goes, you know what? We're going to have to do something else. I'm sorry. And I said, oh, that's totally fine. I said, as long as I don't feel anything, I'm good with anything you do. And he said, okay. He goes, I promise you, he patted my arm, you will not feel anything. And I said, okay, that's cool. I don't care, whatever you do. So he tells the nurse they were going to give me a shot in my arm of something that was supposed to, you know, keep me calm or something. I don't know. And then he said, we're going to gas her. And so... That's exactly what they did. They shot me in the arm, and he said, you're going to be awake for the whole procedure. And I was like, oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. If I've ever needed you before, I need you right now. So here we go. He goes, okay, you're ready. We're going to start the surgery. 
And the only thing I felt was when he shot up in my upper uh, roof of my mouth. You know that shot that, is it Novocaine, I guess, that they shoot up there? And then the shots. I felt those pricks in my mouth. So he does the surgery. I don't feel anything. I was like, praise the Lord. The only thing I felt was the string falling on this side of my face because this side of my face wasn't numb as he was sewing me back up. Didn't feel anything. So he says, we're done. And I said, oh, okay. Well, great. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate everything that you did for me. And he said, no problem. And he got up and he walked out of the room. Well, I was like, I don't have any gauze packing. I don't, like, for the blood. Like, what's going on? And I said to the nurse, I said, oh, let me back up. When he could not get my vein for the IV, he walked out of the room while she was prepping me for plan B. And she said to me, that is the strangest thing. He's never, she said, he's so good, he has never been able to not get somebody's vein and put that in. And you know what I said to her? I said, oh, it's all Jesus. I said, I trust God implicitly, and there's a reason I was not supposed to go under, and God knows. So I said, it's okay with me, and she goes, huh, that's a good way to look at it. And I said, I go, oh, no. I said, I totally trust God with my whole life. And I said, he knows. He orders my steps. There was a reason I was not to be put under. And only God knows that. And I'm okay with that. So anyway, so I get up. No packing, no gauze packing for the blood. And I stood up and, and I said, don't you guys need to put like some gauze in there or something for the blood? And she said, she looked at me and she said, you know, it was the weirdest thing. You hardly had any blood. Interesting. Jesus. Amen. Jesus. And let me tell you something. No, God is so amazing. And do you know that as God is my witness, I have not had any pain at all. Like, if I didn't know better, I wouldn't even know that I had that surgery. The only way I know that I had that surgery is because I feel the stitches, you know, on inside of my mouth on either side. But do you know outside of that, I would have never known and again, when I went home, I did what they said, take the two pain pills because it's an anti-inflammatory for the swelling. Do the ice pack 10 minutes on, 10 minutes off. I did all that. But let me tell you something. God is amazing. Amen. Amazing. He's so, so good. I'm so, so grateful. So I told you all of that to tell you this. No matter what you're going through today, God cares. God cares about you. Whatever concerns you concerns him. So you know what? We have to believe, we have to have faith, and we have to trust him, and he takes care of the rest. But I am so thankful. Who would have known? Who would have known 
that. And when I called Anne to tell her after the fact, I said, Anne, you're not going to believe this. She goes, oh, sister, how did it go? Are you okay? Do you need anything? And I go, I am fine. I said, I am fine. I said, do you know I didn't have an ounce of pain at all from the whole thing at all? God is so good. So again, I want to encourage you today. First of all, I want to give honor and glory and thanks to God for what he did for me. But I also want to encourage you today that no matter what it is that you need in your life, and everybody has needs, God hears, he sees, he knows, he answers. Just pray, have faith, and trust him, and he will do it. God bless you. I love What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast, and may God bless you.